Lime, duh. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Let's do it again. Post WrestleMania, baby. Hello. Oh, whoa, got to turn the levels down. Whoa, 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 woo. Uh, woo. Bro. Hey, bro. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. The podcast where comedians are dissected wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling. <laughs> Black, a.k.a. Dunsky, uh, Black Amora, snap to a Slim Jim, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling. We didn't do that great. Your next stop, get your brains. A.K.A. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. (laughs) A.K.A. the modern day goof and spoof. Uh, Raja. He's like, you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Okay, that's not nice. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gay. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gay. Gabba, gabba. This girl, she's mine. She is fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action post-WrestleMania 36 or WrestleMania. I'm not really sure if it was WrestleMania 36 or whatever it was, part one and two. And we're here to talk to you. (laughs) What up, guys? To my down. Uh, He is a nasty, nasty boy. Uh, Alex Newmanhagen in the place. Oh, what up? Ah, not much, man. How are you? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> not, you're not in How About a City? You're not there? No, 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 no. I'm no. in the quarantine. Lock, uh, the Usos lockdown. <laughs> oh, wait. You're, so you're coming to us live from, oh, from the How About a Penitentiary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, to my side, I don't know. How is this going to come out? To your left? I don't fucking know. It's to my right. Okay. But it flips. I don't know. I'm too dumb for that. The first lady, Erin Finnerty. What up? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Coming off WrestleMania. We're here. We're quarantined. In. Get used to it. Week four? Well, guys, I feel like a real asshole because I went full energy. Okay. <laughs> well, how many cold? How many cold brews are have you had today? I mean, I'm drinking. I'm drinking a, a, cough, a spicy one right now. I'm actually yeah. what I'm having is an espresso with uh, oat milk in it. Oh, I had I yeah. had a double Nespresso this morning. Yeah, it's uh, a while ago. It, it gets it gets it done. So we're coming off WrestleMania. And before we get into talking about WrestleMania, just know if you like what we're doing, especially during these weird times, we're pumping out more content and you want to support us. We couldn't be more grassroots than ever. Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Get access to bonus episodes. And currently we have our cow movie club going on. And uh, 
We have our movie dissection app where we dissect movies with professional wrestlers in them. And we have our, our episode of Bushwick starring Dave yeah. Matita. <laughs> uh, uh, those come out every Monday. And those have uh, been uh, very fun. Been a yeah. good time. Next That's week. Movie. We're Next doing week. a little movie called Gridiron Gang, also available on Netflix. All these movies right are available on Starring major Dwayne The Rock platforms. Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne, doing- yeah. Mm-hmm. The Rock. You yeah, guys Rock. Uh, heard of him, folks? <laughs> uh, please, okay? Okay, uh, that's not, uh, not right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can check that out and get access to our post AEW NXT episodes on Friday morning with uh, the Supermark Nick Tulo. So lots of content coming at you on the Patreon. Support the show, bro. If you ordered a cow hoodie, eco friendly oh, hoodie, yeah. bah, 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 <laughs> those will be coming at you very soon. Yes. Um, and uh, yes, that's it. Now, Let's talk about – oh, also, by the way, we're doing Twitch live watch-alongs, twitch.tv slash Attack. watching Raws. We watched WrestleMania all weekend, like a bunch of maniacs, and you can rewatch all of our uh, watch-alongs. I think we had a good time watching along. You can check that out on twitch.tv slash Attack. So lots of stuff coming at you in the weird time. <laughs> so let's just get in talk about WrestleMania. Um, Guys, what, what? How did you feel about WrestleMania this year? Two night extravagans, and uh, did it deliver? <laughs> did it under deliver? Did you expect more? Did you expect less? Were your expectations met? All of those options are valid. I expected less, yeah. but yeah. I expected very much less. Right. So what they did deliver, I thought, was pretty acceptable. I had some low points with some real high points, so I thought it was fun, especially during these quarantine times. Right. The quarantine oh, times, yeah. daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got to agree 100%. Like, I think right. um, I didn't expect anything at all. Um, I think the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match ah. saved the whole weekend for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think that seems to be the general consensus. And it seems to be everyone, all the internet, uh, the sheets, if you will, uh, and I will, it seems to have, we all, everyone seems to have a pretty uniform opinion about this these WrestleMania, which is it over-delivered. Um, it over-delivered, and it was actually a better time to watch than people had expected considering that uh, considering that um, uh, considering that, you know, it, we, we'd all have to watch on Zoom and shit, you know? Right. So I think right. people expected uh, that it wouldn't be as good of a time. By the way, this just in, I just got an announcement as I'm sitting here and I'm uh, want to get this at the top, but um, uh, they'll be putting out uh, a, a wrestle days about my feud and the podcast with it by with Ify Nwadawai. Um Wrestle days is great. These guys make uh, documentaries about uh, pro wrestling and they had documented uh, my experience wrestling and all, some stuff with the podcast. And that's going to be coming out this week. That's Maybe cool. as soon as, as this podcast is out, it might be out. So look for that. Um, their Instagram handle is at wrestle days, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I'll confirm as we get here, but that's uh, uh, 
They have some awesome footage you've never seen before yeah. of cow stuff that we've done. These guys were following me around with cameras, um, and they followed me to get spray tanned, like everything. So check that out. Um, yeah, their handle is at Wrestle Days. So check that out, and I'll and we'll be posting it also. But yeah, so this WrestleMania, I would say this. I thought this WrestleMania. I agree with everyone's opinion. The only thing I disagree with is. I felt like I, I kind of expected it, the quality to be, I expected it to be, I guess I'm lying. That's not true. Cause I did think that they wouldn't pull off some of the stuff as well as they did, but I did know that Vince was going to be like, this is, this is still WrestleMania. I don't think that he's going to allow his WrestleMania brand to be like crazy diluted. So I knew that they would have to pick up the slack in other ways and have to deliver in other ways. So I'm not shocked that it was, that we all enjoyed watching. And plus, it was all of us watching wrestling. The technology now is so good that we were all, you know, it kind of, you know, your your brain escapes and you kind of feel like you're hanging out in the same room as everybody in a way, right. you know? Yeah. Um, I think it just exceeded expectations because like Raw and SmackDown for the last three weeks have been right. pretty lackluster. So it's like when you're kind of used to that, you're – expectations are already like way down here. So the fact that they deliver something that managed to be like exciting and cool, um, I think is why people like it. Yeah. And I think, uh, I, I, and I think that, uh, I think that the wrestlers are still going to be like, this is WrestleMania. You know what I mean? They're still going to say, this is, this is still WrestleMania regardless of anything. And as a matter of fact, Drew McIntyre had said in his Chronicle, which I haven't watched, but apparently I'm getting the word that the Drew McIntyre Chronicles a must-watch situation. Yeah, uh, I heard that. And uh, he is like, yeah, well, people need this more now than ever. Being the champion matters more now. I was like, wow, what a face. What mm-hmm. a baby face. <laughs> uh, but I think that um, let's – There he is, everyone. Drew McIntyre, let's give him a little shout out, his song, even though, you know, because you, know, you rarely hear bagpipe, bagpipes in the time of celebration. Am I right? <laughs> Usually just Irish, Scottish funerals, uh, like St. Patrick's Day parades. Yeah. It's like uh, anytime someone Irish or Scottish dies or a cop dies, they play bagpipes. Yeah. It feels like in the scene in, in the movie where the cop gets like a cop gets like shot and then like, oh, you're going to make it. You're going to make it next shot. Bagpipes. Cut two bagpipes. And uh, he didn't make it. You know what All I mean? All Boston <laughs> is out in the streets crying. But uh, Drew McIntyre wins. But I think that uh, Drew McIntyre did not steal the show for me at this WrestleMania. And I think there's a unanimous decision. And I think we should start in order of merit. Uh, you know what I mean? And I believe he deserved the respect to hear that. But the king of WrestleMania, in my eyes, and I'll see if you guys agree, was uh, none other than Mr. Bray Wyatt of the Fiend. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think the Firefly Funhouse match over-delivered for me. Yeah. You guys? Yeah, yeah. same. Yes, uh, way over-delivered. So much cooler than I would have expected. Yeah, I mean the 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 uh the Firefly Funhouse match was uh um was in my mind it was actually incredible. I actually think it's one of the best pieces of content WWE has ever made. And it's weird because I'm like I want to say match. I'm tempted. Would you call it a match? What would you call it? 
Um, I guess it's a match, but it's like John Cena versus his own insecurities. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly like- what I have written down. That's exactly what right. it is. <laughs> That's literally what I had because I rewatched it and took notes on it play by play. And the top of my page is, uh, is, uh, you can't read my handwriting, so I could just lie. But uh, yeah, it, the top line is insecurities. insecurities. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly, it's exactly what it is. I mean, the the thing. That, look, there's a couple things to say about it before we get into the actual things of it, which is. Well, no, 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 no. Come on, guys. That's that's unnecessary. Okay, I don't think we need to get too affected by it. Okay, relax. Okay, all right. No. Okay, I I uh. I think Bray Wyatt, I've said, is the most is is a one of the most special talents to ever walk through those doors. I've said it a million times. The, the, before we talk about the actual content, the I think the general vibe is this only happens because of these weird circumstances that we got something like this, right? Which is true. There's no way they would do a pre-tape in front of eighty thousand people, right? Right. Definitely but, not. Right, but would you guys say? Uh, but but at the same time, do you think that because of this situation, Vince let Bray kind of do more what he wanted to do, or uh, Vince is like? I think people want to discredit Vince. That seems to be the vibe. Let's discredit Vince. Finally, he was backed into a corner of Corona, and he had to think creatively for once. Do you think that's what, where you at on that? Um, was it his idea? I I, I mean, it seems to me more like a collabo between John Cena and Bray Wyatt just because right. I'm saying really how are hands like on artistic. in this Vince? Um, I'd say maybe like he's got some like final sign off power but right. I think a lot of the really good stuff and the storytelling in the match is probably Bray and John Cena working right. together I think that it was like you know I, my, here's how it happened in my mind that I have no proof of this was Vince literally was like alright Mr. Creative Let's what yeah. do you got? You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, all right, yeah. man, like it's fine. Yeah. We'll do it. Like, and I think that Bray had a lot of scientists. I just, I, from everything I've ever seen of Vince's creativity, I doubt he could make this right. Like I, my gut is telling me that either just Bray or right. um, Bray and John approached yeah. Vince and probably framed it like let us take something off your plate like if they're smart and they're dealing with somebody like vince you try to make them you make that person think that you're doing them a favor yeah or that it's their idea right yeah Yeah. i think you're both take this off your plate you don't have to do it yeah i think you're both 100 percent correct i didn't even think of it this way cena was on board and that's why it happened well yes that's down he's down like he's definitely down to clown and like do creative stuff i think so I think if you have like Cena's buy-in, then you also have more Vince buy-in too to sign off on this kind of like really different. Right. You know what's great uh, too is is like when that match started um, and then uh, uh, Cena comes out and he's like doing his like ironically detached thing. He's like looking around the stadium, the only one to acknowledge that there's nobody there. And he's like starts to be a cornball and he's like, welcome to Rosa. And that's when the fiend is like, "Uh, uh, let's Cut right to the chase. Yeah, <laughs> so like it can't, I'm not even it, let's not even break down the kayfabe of this whole situation yeah. because it's like did see, did did Bray make it start when he says WrestleMania? Like he cues the the cue. Who fucking knows? Whatever. It's more about the the powers. But I think we saw 
uh, a really successful evolution of the WWE product if they want to go with it. Like, that was you, – you look at Matt Hardy, who was just sitting around for three years with his broken gimmick and did nothing, had the one ultimate deletion with Bray. That was it, which was, by the way – has a, a lot of views on YouTube. Like it was very popular, you know, yeah. um, maybe it costs more than when Vince does the math. Does it cost too much to make? Uh, my opinion would be, this is the kind of stuff that, and this taker match that my casual friends, the John Wadowski test, by the way, John Wadowski is my friend who's a very casual fan of wrestling. This is stuff where he hears about and pops in that and the taker mm-hmm. match. And I think right. this, we get more, we, we have, we live in a more digital age, make a product that's more for the internet. Like that stuff has way more appeal uh, for a YouTube crowd or uh, than just a match. Like matches are just, now that, that being said, obviously there's a place for all that stuff. It's just, you are running this multimedia comp- company, billion dollar company. This is the way to go. That being said, so yeah. So Bray, what he does is he is, he preys on, the insecurities of John. He walks you literally through it and he tears John Cena apart and then yeah. just hits him with the uh, sister Abigail. You know, it yeah. literally, uh, 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 if you follow the story of this match, which is worth doing, it starts out, he shows ruthless aggression, John Cena, right? He's wearing the same, uh, literally Bray plays Kurt Angle, says the same exact Kurt Angle line where he's like, what makes you think you can hang or whatever? And then he says, Rooster aggression, except he's, he's missing. It's not landing. He's literally not landing the blows, just like how none of that landed for him in his career, <laughs> throwing that in his face just to get him going. That was dope. Then he goes into the, like the body guy stuff. When he starts being all like, right? So he's like, all right, you're the Hulkamania comparisons where it's like, oh, he makes him work out, work out, work out. And he's just like, oh, you're just, this is all like feeding your ego and also has Vincent involved. So it's like, oh, good. Oh, yeah, this company loves a guy with a nice body. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He called, what do you call him? Johnny Large Meat. Johnny, <laughs> that was so funny. And then he said ego mania is running wild. Right. It's great. It's like you he's playing the psychological mind games in him that are they're they're it's it's great. Then he has the thugonomics thing and he's just oh, bombing yeah. with his shitty fucking raps. Crickets. Well, the thing, crickets. actual crickets. <laughs> the thing I liked about that was almost like it's like um it kind of played with the, the trope of um like this thing that Brett, that the fiend is doing to him by like locking him in some sort of like psychological prison. But like right. John Cena is still there and he like realizes, Oh, I can only rhyme. And so he likes tries yeah. to start dissing him in rhymes, but like, he's still there somewhere to be like, Oh, I'm trapped here and I can only rhyme. Right. And I'm going to try to attack you that way. Part of the brilliance of that whole thing too, is that like everything he was saying was the writing was pretty good actually. Like in terms of, what he would do like it's not like good writing but it's like he could do those exact ones it wasn't like they made them weaker than what he would actually do these ones would pop the crowd if there was a crowd there they would right. be like yeah like a thing about your nuts being as small as like fucking peanuts said, or whatever right like this, said, this fucking crowd would love that garbage right he said he said you're a slut for opportunity yes blow every chance you get ah uh, yeah, uh, yeah 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 and then he did you can look for you can't touch he did he yeah. did the novellas is like oh wow I remember Nikki right, was right. having a kid with somebody else you fucking loser yeah <laughs> um and plus small thing but he's wearing a Yankees jersey and they cover it up so you can't see Yankees it's not an official Yankees jersey so they don't have to pay but CM Punk called him the New York Yankees 
right? Uh, that was his big insult, which is like, you've become everything that you hate, right? Like, you have become the New York Yankees, uh, which it oh, wow. really pissed him off. A great moment from Punk. Uh, then they cut to the WrestleMania 30 match, which is his Bray's personal gripe with him, mm-hmm. just being like, that, you, you ruined my prophecy that was supposed to be fulfilled, which was my big mania win. You know, right. and then right that he puts you. He goes back to being Fedora Bray. Fedora he, Bray, a right? cameo that was yeah. awesome. I was like, super excited to see him. To be honest, the Hawaiian yeah. shirt. Current like, Bray. Oh. Current Bray in. Fedora Bray gear makes yeah. Fedora Bray even scarier. Yeah, it's like a different guy almost. It was like yeah. Fedora Bray's been like in the junk in like the swampland somewhere, like juicing and lifting yeah. and like getting more evil. And I, I, by the way, I want to commit to how much I love Bray Wyatt. I will <laughs> when I have paychecks again. I will purchase that fucking feed belt. <laughs> the belt? I yeah. thought you were gonna say not the shirt. one that's seven grand. Not you know the the like cheaper one. The one that's like when it, I'll oh find it when God. it's on sale for like three something, which will be still a completely stupid, reckless purchase. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a guy who I think is one of the best wrestlers of all time. Okay, I I really I I, I put this guy in such high regard. He's everything. Everything he speaks to everything in this current era of like uh, uh, uh where. This whole, like, let's call it the Bullet Club indie uh, scene, right? Of, like, all, all that, where we got this, we started getting into this this zone where here's what wrestling is. It's mm-hmm. Kenny Omega five-star matches, right. six-star matches. That's all it is. Your body doesn't matter. You don't need to cut promos. You don't need to be a character. Your character is you're the best wrestler, and that's it. And that is valid. That is valid. But there's always room for huge guys like Batista there's still there is room for jacked up dudes I always said that and then there's always room for great three-dimensional character work always I don't know why how the indie scene they don't see that I I, I, you know guys like MJF these guys you know why are guys that are 22 years old becoming the top guys in wrestling it's just oh they're like oh well I'll just go in there yeah I don't need to flip around destroy my body I'll I'll be I'll find a a character you know Mm -hmm. um so there's room for it all. Wrestling is a very broad art. You know, I could compare it to Magic the Gathering right now. There's a lot of formats within one game. You could. It's not just you open the box and you play it one way. You play it however you choose, but I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, I don't want to isolate people. But anyway, back to the WrestleMania 30 part for Dora Bray. They go back specifically to the chair shop moment. And this is where them replaying matches was actually really nice because they showed this match on ESPN when they replayed yeah. WrestleMania 30. Right. And then they showed this match again on a Raw, and I was like, oh, it was deliberate for us to remember that moment. He has almost a Joker moment of like, hit me, hit me, you know? Yeah. And Cena doesn't do it. And he's like, yo, you, you made that wrong choice. Hit me now. Which, again, as he's trying to go to him, it's like, if you, same thing with Batman. It's like, break your one rule, Cena. Show everybody you're the piece of shit that you uh, that that you actually are. That you're actually not this like great guy that you pretend to be. You actually are an egomaniac, and you're actually a violent guy too, just like me, mm-hmm. right? So then this time he actually does hit him with the chair, but he obviously Bray disappears. But when that happens is when they go into Hollywood Hogan moment, the NWO, and it's <laughs> like, oh, funny. see. This is your heel turn that we thought would never happen when Hogan did it also, you know, because right. he actually took the chair shot. Um, 
And that was really cool. By the way, he had that shirt that says, you can't stop me, which I'm, have, are they selling that shirt? I don't think it's on the zone. Yeah. But I've been monitoring the zone since WrestleMania and I haven't seen it. Right. And so then that, that's the, when he becomes Hogan, that's the beginning of his descent of like, oh, so you gave in. And then in the match, he has, he starts getting worked. He starts getting, giving into his emotions and he starts seeing all of his failures, all the punk walking out with the title 2011. Um, I probably shot to Nikki. I don't remember what was in there, stuff like that. And then he starts beating the shit out of Bray, but it turns out he's beating the greedy little pig. That was John Cena the whole time. (laughs) And John Cena is a pig. And then it's fine. It's like, now you've given in. Now you've shown everyone in the WWE universe who you really are. Is that you're angry and you beat the shit out of this lifeless puppet pig. I'm first sister Abigail. Goodbye. You had no chance from the start. Uh, what? A, it's great. It's a piece of art. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm jealous that I had nothing to do with it. It's so good. <laughs> uh, and I won't do blow by blows of every batch, guys. I'm just saying this one has such a great story. And uh, I, I don't see any reason with the success of this stuff why a character, especially like a Bray, would not be taken out. We can't do stuff out of the ring, you know? I think that's the, the big takeaway from this is that, right. like, kind of mystical characters like that, uh, Bray, The Undertaker, right. uh, to, the, to a lesser extent. With spooky Black, boys, if you will? Mystical spooky boys, yeah. they um, There is uh, way more opportunity now for, like, different kind of presentation and production in their yeah. matches. I, I mean, both of the Spooky Boys were on display. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Spooky Boys saved the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, wasn't it kind of satisfying how the Goldberg thing didn't come to fruition either? And Bray still got his moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Really? It was just like, you know, it's like, Vince, man, like, you're just not, you're just, you're getting it wrong sometimes, man. You're Have you getting seen it that- wrong. Have you seen that theory online that like the reason that the fiend lost to Goldberg? Yeah, is I saw because, that. Yeah, because Goldberg is always because Goldberg. why? Because Goldberg. I took is a always, picture of it. He's never been. He never had like like John Cena went through so many phases. Daniel Bryan so many phases. Uh, Seth Rollins so many phases. But Goldberg's always just been Goldberg. So there's nothing to revert back to, and so that's right. why he had no insecurities. So yeah, the only. The only one he couldn't oh, beat was a man whose yeah. character he has never really changed and has never varied off of his Goldberg persona. This huh. is the weakness of the Fiend and Bray. If you have no faults or doubts in your identity, you cannot win. He preys on those weaknesses. Uh, pretty legit. It is true that all these wrestlers went back to their best selves. Miz, Finn, Daniel Bryan, Seth. Uh, although Seth didn't go architect, you know, but that's fine. I think it doesn't, it doesn't matter. He went heel. Like the point is there. Um, you know, I, 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 here's what I believe. I think this is, this is cool. I actually think it's just a happy accident. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I think, you know, Vince is just like, all right, well, look, Bray, here's the deal. You're not going into mania as my champion. It's just the deal, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the feat, what he did is fantastic work. Uh, can't wait to see where he goes. Again, yes, he doesn't need the title. We all agree he doesn't need the title. Right. When you're this good, you don't need the title, right? I mean, he's on right. another level than championships. Braun Strowman needs a title, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, even Drew 
truthfully, needs a title. He's a, he's a traditional He-Man style wrestler. He needs to be dripped in gold, you know, or uh, in or black leather, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, pirates gold or whatever. But uh, he, um, but yeah, still at the same time, uh, would have loved if that match was for the title, you know. And right. see the, you know, wouldn't have been fine. Anyway, especially because what we got out of it was, and I think let's go there. What we got out of Bray losing the title was Braun Strowman's first heavyweight championship win. Uh, he is the champion of SmackDown, the Universal Championship uh, champion, Braun Strowman. Uh, I wore him on my shirt to give him the respect that he deserves. Uh, he is yeah. the champion. I mean, cool. couldn't be worse timing for this guy. I mean, talk about going from the guy was as white hot as it gets uh, to winning when he's really coming off a social media disaster, I'd say. Oh, my God. I completely <laughs> pushed that out of my right. mind. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe, that, that, maybe that this happened. is a way to be like, remember, you like Braun. Like, right. forget about what he said. He's the champ now. But he's supposed to be a babyface champ, I believe, right? Yeah. Now. I think uh, he's got to go heel. Yeah. I mean, not that long ago, he was like dancing in the middle of the ring with the New Day, like, you know, having a, having a laugh. But right. I think just they have to change it, especially because I think what he said left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I lost a lot of respect for Braun Strowman uh, when he said that stuff. I mean, the timing was so it's it's so idiotic. It's It's not respect. It's just like. It is respect, but it's, I don't think I had like a deep respect Whoa. for him to begin with. But he's just such a, it's like, oh, this guy's such a moron, you know? I mean, a lot right, of people right. suffer from this. This is the consequences right. of of the ego. And I don't mean an ego, like you're like obsessed with yourself, but like no. the ego, no. the sense of, of identity that people have. Right. And it makes them think, uh, the way I do things is the right way. The way everyone else does things because they are right. separate from me and different uh, is wrong. And it's just like such a basic and elementary logical fallacy. And it doesn't surprise me right. that somebody like Braun would be at a, a mental level necessary to think that that's a true. It takes or okay. such a weak mind to be successful and, and think that, and like hold that over other people's heads, right? Like it's yes, you're successful. That's, that's a responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, how do you not know that? What are you two? You know, not what I mean? only that, but like we're in the middle of like a global crisis right now, and like you're preaching about like, well, I put my stuff in my Kia and drove to Florida. Like now's not the time. Like this is yeah. not something. Oh, like, good no. for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. that's the drop I need so bad. Oh. oh God. I gotta go Good back for you. Cause Seth said it. I'm sorry, I wanted to hit it, so I interrupted you by doing it because I just was so excited about it. But Seth did it exactly yeah. like uh, uh, Christian Bale did, yeah. <laughs> and I gotta, I gotta oh, get no. that. Yeah. All right, so Braun Strowman wins. Nothing really to say. Goldberg, one of the shittiest title runs of all time, arguably. Uh, uh, maybe uh, like uh. <laughs> six weeks of nonsense or whatever. And I'm a Goldberg mark. Everybody knows that. I love Goldberg. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's time for him to uh, – he should have just won, to be honest. <laughs> you know, uh, right. but I guess whatever. He doesn't want to – he doesn't want to – 
he's not trying to show up, you know, for any of this shit. All right, let's move on to the next big win, which is let's talk about Drew McIntyre before we get into, uh, uh, I mean, you know, the unfortunate death of AJ Styles, according to his Wikipedia. Uh, But uh, Drew McIntyre defeats not only Brock Lesnar, but apparently Big Show. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah, right. Like (laughs) after the show, I just watched it. It's so weird. Yeah, What was the plan there to originally? So if you didn't see this, by the way, the main event of Raw is a dark match from WrestleMania, which is just changing a graphic on the background, really. Weren't Uh, all the matches dark matches? (laughs) Yeah. This one was the like they had the exact WrestleMania setup. Apparently it took place in in Kayfabe after right after Drew wins the title, show comes out. And uh-huh. so it, it I think their plan was at one point I think their plan might have been to air this like just like, oh you thought the show's over, but then he beats Big Show also. That would have but, been a horrible way to end WrestleMania. Yeah. Horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible. But they probably were like, let's cut it. Yeah. It's a blooper. <laughs> no one wants to see that shit. I don't want to see it last no. night. But, uh, I mean, the only cool thing it would have done is if Strowman came out and then they did Drew Strowman to unify, like something like that. <laughs> they like, that'd be crazy, you know? But a lot that'd of be beef. such a waste in front of no crowd. It's yeah, such a waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Too much beef. Drew McIntyre is the champion. I mean, this match, what, yeah. what can we say about it? Drew McIntyre kicked out of a F5 after one. Uh, uh, he looks strong as fuck. Brock Lesnar look, is the first guy to ever kick out of the Claymore, apparently. Uh, so they both look strong, and they gave Drew McIntyre the rub, and they did the right thing. A Drew, they did the right thing by the young, up-and-coming men stars. Not so much the women. Uh, oh, yeah. Surprise. Yeah. yeah right, but, I mean, right, not, that, not right. that that's something bad to say, but Drew McIntyre becomes the champion. Uh, he has, This guy has, is such a likable human being that it's interesting. It took them – it's not interesting, but if – I mean, Drew McIntyre was – Deep in the Jabron zone. People were messaging us for a while saying, is Drew in the Jabron zone? Remember, we get a lot of messages. And yeah. I was like, no, when you look like that, you're never in the Jabron zone. And <laughs> WWE was unwilling to show us this likable side of him until now. Yeah, yeah I right? like the likable. I, I didn't like him for a while when he was like a big meanie. But then when he started like smiling and stuff, I really turned a corner on, on Drew. Well, they put him in this tag team with Ziggler, which was fun, oh, but it was like, yeah. and they had dad. And then he was like in, remember he was in Shane's when Shane's posse against Kevin Owens. Right. He, right. And then like, he got dropped out to fucking Roman Reigns last mania. Oh my God. Yeah. I was, I think I was in the bathroom for that. I I, I don't know. If but, you could have gone pee and missed the mat, the whole match. Like, yeah. To get there and back, it was over. Yeah, but yeah, Drew wins. I mean, there's not much to say because it's basically about like, now let's see the Drew title run. Can he be a draw? I mean, he certainly passes the Today Show test. I think getting him out there 
They got to get him with the shirt off on some fucking like, gotta, yep. Martha Stewart yep. shows or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> they yeah, need to yeah, lean yeah. into the mom demographic. Oh, yeah. He'll be huge. With I literally moms. was like, my mom is obsessed with Outlander. And I showed oh, her Drew yeah, McIntyre. Like I was like, took this guy out. He's Scottish. And she was like, oh, he's a wrestler. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if you like, like Outlander, it's gonna he's gonna be a big splash, right. especially once he once he opens his mouth. Yeah, um, clan. Let's talk about the some women matches before we get it to take her here. Um, I want to talk Charlotte Rhea Ripley. Um, Charlotte tapped out Rhea Ripley. The opening match of night two of oh, yeah. WrestleMania. Um, by the way, I just want to point out that I thought this was perfectly booked in terms of what was on night one and what was on night two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like night two is significantly better, but they put enough good stuff in night one where you were like, oh, I'm, you know, like when night one was over, you're like, oh, well, there's so much good shit on night two and night one was worth it. So I think they did a nice job there. But yeah, so Rhea Ripley, what would you guys, do you think Rhea Ripley stepped up to the plate? Yeah, I think it was an awesome match. Uh-huh. I loved her gear. 20-minute match, 20 minutes and 30 seconds. It was long. One yeah. of the long – let me see. It might be the longest match. No, uh, Edge Orton was the longest match. Oh, my God. That was so long. <laughs> so Edge long. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus, versus – guess, guess how long Drew versus Brock was. Eight minutes. Four minutes? Four minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> Um, Edge Orton was 36 minutes long. Oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah, really long. It felt 36 minutes. It was so friggin' long. Yeah, but the longest match, uh, the longest match on the card, uh, the longest, the second longest match was this match, Charlotte Rhea. Mm -hmm. I thought they, this match suffered from no crowd. A couple of these matches obviously did. When you're just trying to do a traditional match like this it's yeah. a bummer because Rhea did it Rhea came out and was and was hitting pretty hard but she's not a spectacle talent she's not backflipping you know she's not right. doing it she's hard hitting and so that stuff requires kind of the the big crowd sell um for it uh so I thought she did a nice job I think they made the right choice giving Charlotte the NXT title is very fun you know mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Rhea can only go up. If she won, it's like ba- like look at Bailey right now. <sighs> Bailey has came into two WrestleManias as the champ and walked out champ two times. Like it's it only makes and she no sense. <laughs> right. She doesn't even register. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, you know, Bailey's a two time she's very one of the most decorated female talents ever. <laughs> you know? I don't understand it. I don't yeah. understand it. I don't like it. Uh no, I don't think anyone does. Is anyone a fa- anyone a Bailey? Fa- any I mean, is anyone? I mean, a- it's yeah. People are definitely fans. Without I think, the hugging, like I feel like she had the kids with the hugs. And now- I feel like I feel like people like her in her like emo phase. But I think right, it's like there were four other people in that match, like Sasha. Like right. I mean, come on, you guys. Like this has been going on long enough. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I just don't get why they want to leave it on her. It does nothing for the title. It's not exciting. It hasn't right. moved in like hundred, I don't know, like 300 days or close well, to that. Like essentially they book themselves into a corner with a couple of these matches. And, and, and a lot of that has to do with Corona because like barely this match, 
Lacey, why give her uh, like a why give her like a you know like a kind of a uh, a, a you know boring like win you know yeah uh, anticlimactic and Naomi's like not she's she, they haven't built her at all enough leading up to this match I mean this match had no build Sasha Bailey all right Sasha could have turned on her and start that feud right for them to slow down as m- more you know mm-hmm. um yeah and then Tamina's just nothing right oh, so yeah. uh, so they kind of got back into a corner where the smart just have they're keeping it status quo was like all right that might that, that that might be it right so mm-hmm. yeah uh but yeah so then and then yeah so i thought yeah charlotte i thought i thought it was great charlotte you know i thought you know charlotte is just better than her and so i think that came through in the match even though she they, they told the right story which is just she's good she's got a lot of potential charlotte's just still better mm-hmm. and now charlotte has her title and now she so there's a lot there's a lot they can do it's that's really fun the one hole that i the one thing that my brain always has like a it's always the same thing which is that sometimes the pay-per-view isn't as important as my brain thinks it is you know mm-hmm. and like so, so this was the same thing as like the shinsuke uh aj where it's like oh this is the beginning of their their feud right so this is just the beginning. So when you see it that way, you're like, yeah, that makes the most sense. Becky defeated Shayna. That's again another example of they they got they were backed into a corner here. I definitely don't think the goal, especially because the win was just a roll up, right? Uh, I definitely don't think they wanted Shayna to get pinned, but they had no choice because right. Becky. I would have schmoz this match up to be honest. If you were gonna have one match to schmoz, I think you had a. I think having Shayna be beat here was a huge blow to her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have like Marina Schaefer and uh, what's her name, Jessamine Duke, come out or something. Right. I just I don't see what, like it's like Rhea could get pinned by Charlotte. Becky, like, because even with the booking, Becky's like, uh, it was Hart versus like a skill, you know, and Hart mm-hmm. won out or whatever, and it's like, oh well, uh, 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 you're like, you know, so Shanna gets beat by Hart this early in her main roster right. career. I think she needed to be more dominant. I think it's Vince is just not a fan of her. That's you know, what I, I was going to say. It's like yeah. you can kind of tell when someone's getting that treatment. I think that's what happened. Right. She just didn't deliver. So I think Shannon will be fine. It's just then she cut that promo on Raw where she was just like, she just kept her. Those are my least favorite promos. Those yeah. promos. And that's oh, writing. Yeah. What, what did she say? What was the, like, she kept being like the agony of, what's it? The, the, the thrill of the, victory, the agony the of agony defeat. defeat. And then Becky, you will experience the agony of my defeat. Oh, yes. Very, yeah. Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Really hard-hitting stuff. But when you saw Becky come out, Becky's looks like a million bucks. She has a huge fucking monster truck. She's so cool. Her promo on Raw, which Love I think her. is just her post. Those are just the post-match promos, but they showed them on Raw. Right. She. It was one of her best promos ever. It's just calm. She's like, really calm like i'm just really good and she knows where to find me you know like uh she looked awesome becky she she corrected her gear mistakes from wrestlemania 35 in my in my head 
she looked fucking awesome. It was just, she looked great. Becky is I love her. One of the top talents in WWE, if not the, and if not the top, and good for her. Um, let's talk about Undertaker AJ Styles and yeah. a uh, what many people are calling a boneyard match. Boneyard. <laughs> Boneyard man. Oh my god! I re- oh this. I mean, the bo- <laughs> the bo- <laughs> well, I mean, what a good time! By the way, so this being the main event of night one made people so pumped about night two. Right. So I just felt like people were like talking. They were talking about this thing. This thing coming in hot on yeah. Sunday. This thing airing this is the main event of night one. Definitely up there. The buy rates for night two. Yeah, for sure. People were like, I got to see that. Oh, plus there's another show tonight. I think WWE, my guess is, by the way, I don't know if we'll see the numbers, but my guess is that my guess is that uh, that they they got a lot of subs this weekend. Oh, 100%. 100%. And it's good because I think now that we're in this time, like people are streaming so heavily, it's like people are going to get back, get themselves back into it, like watching kind of nostalgia matches and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and the WWE Network is such a good deal if you're at all, if you're even like a casual wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Newman, what did you think of The Undertaker defeating AJ Styles in 19 minutes? AJ Styles booked with Gallows and Anderson uh, in um, a boneyard match. Let's turn to our resident metal guy. First of all, <laughs> yeah. He had, he was the Undertaker coming out to Metallica. Yeah, uh, th- that checks all my boxes. Uh, if he was smoking a blunt while he was doing it, I would have. <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have loved it. Um, I think that in this, the interesting thing though is like in the context of an act. Like let's say there was no virus and there was an audience there and it was your standard WrestleMania and it was like an in the ring match. I don't think I would have been pumped for the undertaker to win but because it was this kind of cool uh like avant-garde match um i think it's great that the undertaker won and i think he can continue to exist in this realm uh for a lot longer than he would have been able to exist in the ring Mm -hmm. um aj styles is dead now rust in peace right. rest in power yeah i think you're i think you're His right undertaker hands. was str- yeah i know aj styles by the way i'm that's why i got distracted just now because i just got well i got two things somebody sent me a thing that said kenny omega's confirmed bisexual uh um, oh good for him which is oh not a good surprise for good you. for you <laughs> i get it you got a whole other sexuality on me i got oh, it good for you uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, but uh uh, yeah, anyway, but also I'm looking at AJ Styles' Wikipedia page. and it's His obituary? This, yeah, which I... Uh, AJ Styles apparently is, according to his Wikipedia page, is no longer with us. Oh, Dan, are you seeing this? What? Whoa. I don't know what happened, but AJ it's Styles' AJ, hand... AJ Styles' hand sticking out of the us. And then, uh, oh my God, that's oh my a, God. looks like... What is that? What is it's that, like a portal? A is tunnel that like, to a, the a beyond? What is that? Uh, oh my! Wait wow. a second. Well, I'm wow. seeing AJ's in. in it looks. 
I mean, if you're not watching, if you're listening to this, you're missing. Hello? This. Hello? It looks like Newman's stream. Oh, wait. Newman's Hello? stream oh has been taken over by AJ, AJ, AJ Styles. Hell, I'm in hell. Help me. I'm in hell. Oh, my God, AJ. Wow. No, cut the damn music. Wow. I'm in hell. I died. <laughs> oh, my God. Should we cut your music? Cut my music off, man. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. AJ Styles apparently hacked into Newman's Ethernet cord from, from hell. From uh Wow, so AJ, you're in hell right now. Is that I'm what it in is? hell. I thought I was going to go to heaven. I did everything I was supposed to, and then I died, and I went to hell. You How went I, to hell. Wow. Did you speak to the devil? Did he say why you went to hell? Or did I you get did, it? Uh, yeah, apparently, uh, being uh, that I hold some uh, beliefs that I will not get into, uh, I, went into I went to hell. Who would have thought? Wait, what, what kind of belief? Was he more specific about the beliefs? He, you <laughs> he was. I mean, he, he doesn't was. want to talk about it. Wow. He doesn't want to get in more trouble. I think the whole world knows why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to relitigate this. But I'm in hell, and you know what? As expected, wow. as expected, yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of gays down here. Well, okay. Really? Oh my. Okay. But but but, okay. but come on. As it okay. turns out, no. Look, as it turns out, not here because they're gay. They're here because they were just also evil people. Oh, uh, so okay. Yeah, like yeah that, does, that by the way, that's not surprising to me and Aaron. That's not surprising here. We would not think anyone would go to hell for their sexual preferences. Well, no, that's something you would evil think. ways. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, come on. Well, look, we now have to get into it. Uh, it's hot <laughs> as hell down here, man. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, hell, man. God. Well, I mean, you're from Georgia. You live in Georgia. Is it hotter than Georgia? Oh. Man, I, if I, I wish I could come back up to that portal and smack the taste out of your mouth for asking that question. <laughs> wow. Of course, okay. it's hotter okay. in Georgia. Georgia. Wow. Well, you're wearing. Well, I think your it full could still smack there. me. I just have to go to the boneyard, and your hand is still sticking up out of the ground. You could. Oh, smack. there it is. There it is. It's, so you're down there, but your hand, your right hand is. Still- I got one hand in hell. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Wow. The other hand's still in the boneyard, AJ. Yeah. All right, so uh, 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 AJ, listen, you're in hell right now. Uh-huh. What, I mean, why did you tap into our stream here? What's up? Look, I got it. Look, please, you got to do send a rope or something down here. It sucks. I need someone to get me out of here. I don't know if praying works. I don't know what works anymore. But well, this this stinks. And also, something I've discovered yeah. from being down here. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody's interested in this. I think maybe. I want to hear it. Maybe I think that there's something to the idea that hell is flat. Oh, no. Are you starting in again? No. You're saying fl- hell is AJ. flat? Yes. Like how the earth was flat? You're going back to that stuff? I mean, didn't you learn your lesson about your beliefs? Uh, did I learn a lesson? Would I be in hell if I learned any lessons in my life? <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's a really good question. No, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I mean, let me ask you something, AJ. I yeah. got a question for you. I mean, by the way, I don't even know. Maybe, uh, to be honest, hell might be flat. I actually wouldn't actually know. Well, let me ask you, look, how do you get from how, look, look if you can go from the second, the lust circle, yeah. the second circle of hell, you can yeah. get directly to the eighth circle, which is for fraudsters, right? And you don't have to, look, you don't even have to Fraudsters? your demon. Like, so it's like you, went over, you went over to the eighth circle to visit like 
Bernie Madoff. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. To go over there to check him out. Yeah. Pa- uh, uh, that Ponzi guy is there. Yeah, Bernie there. Madoff okay. is there. But then you look across and you can see the sixth circle for heretics. I think How Bernie Madoff's still alive, right? Isn't Bernie Madoff no. still alive? That's a body double. Oh. Body what about double. Jeffrey? Oh. Ep- is Jeffrey Epstein down there? Uh, yeah, he he runs the place, man. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh, wow! Oh, bigger did you, reveal. Did you He's find dead. out if he if he if he committed suicide or? Did- he did, in fact, kill himself, which is what I found interesting. Wow, that is yeah, that's that. So he, that yeah, that's a more believable conspiracy. But that one, you believe, yeah. just went just straight how it went. Oh, yeah. And I was talking to Jeff the other day, and I'm like, Jeff, do you ever notice how when you're in the third circle for the gluttons? Yeah, you can you you can kind of you look you can see no curvature of the other oh, umbral God. of the umbral plane. Listen, that that's because you can't. It's such a slight curve. It's a lot of hell's a lot of miles. I mean, it, it has to be huge to it, it, to take all the bad people throughout all of history that have died. So I mean, it's big. It's if you kept walking, you eventually if you walk and you maybe you have a lot of time now. Maybe you can walk the whole thing. You'll see. You'll get back to the same point. Uh, oh yeah oh i mean it looks like it got you down there is that a shot you're on a little bit of just a floating island in 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 hot magma yeah yeah i'm stuck here i'm submerged up to my neck in sulfur and i'm forced to hear the uh lament of everyone i've ever wronged in my life and it is loud and annoying and i hate it here so how are you getting into us? You snuck on. Do you get internet time down there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we got internet and everything. We got Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh uh, wow! Cool. So you yeah. should thank the progressives still giving you your rights at hell, probably right? Yeah. Uh, well, I just think that it's you know AOL and Time Warner. They have contracts down here. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Let me ask you a question: Who, Who's your hell crew? I mean, who's your new Gallows and Anderson? You know what oh, I mean? My, my new Gallows and Anderson <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. Uh, is. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Wow. wow. Mach is down there? Mach is down here. And uh, you know what? Frankly, it's Chris Benoit. He's also down here. I was going to ask if he was down there. Of course he's down here, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we got to go. We got to go. This guy, you know. All right. Well, send our regards to Randy and Chris and Jeff and Bernie, the whole whole gang. All right. We'll 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 try to pack your hand maybe down in the boneyard so you can kind of like get it yeah. back but you're not coming back i don't think. yeah you want your hand back i could stomp it down i could fly yeah. out and stomp it down into you know you know what? Well, we're not pulling you out i want if you could just uh affix my middle finger <laughs> uh up and just leave it on the doorstep of like a planned parenthood i would really <laughs> okay All right, goodbye. We, we goodbye. Go. Goodbye. oh my wow wow Oh my God! Let's see if we can get Newman back on the pa- Oh, he's back. <laughs> what happened? Someone hacked our AJ feet. Styles hacked into your Ethernet zoom, cord. My Zoom went down, and yeah. I, AJ Styles I was to get reconnected. Don't worry, but it wasn't that so interesting. Weird. It wasn't that. Yeah, you, 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 you didn't miss anything. So this Undertaker match. Here, so here's the deal. I, I, I want to say this before I get into it. I love it. Fantastic. I rewatched it. It's a fucking blast. It's great. I. Uh, uh, it's not that the thing is this it's it's frustrating because it's so good that I would have tweaked it in some ways and my main criticism of it and this is just because we dissect this shit to an unhealthy degree this is not at all like to be honest I, I'm not saying I, 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 
I love it. It's such a big step forward for what the WWE product. It's such a fun risk and gamble they took. So I have almost no problem with it. If I have a problem with it, given that I'm someone who sees this kind of stuff as the future of WWE, uh, a, a, a place they should go, um, I would say two things. I was a little bummed to not see Taker and AJ wrestle because AJ, just to see AJ give Taker a great match, you know, yeah, would have been just fun to see. So I, I hope we... I hope we get that. I, ho- I, w- I would love if this was not over and we get to see AJ maybe beat Taker at like SummerSlam or something, you oh, know? Yeah. Because I would love to see because it's yeah, – I think we should see that match. And it's not like – it's not like they won't have uh, any beef uh, now that uh, he uh, buried – you know, I don't, I don't think that's a settled situation. Um, so I think we get that. So then my other criticism of it is – if the story is that Undertaker is old, right? Mm-hmm. He should get beat up a lot more by AJ Styles and persevere. I, I, I think that though, it's just my opinion is that if we're getting this version of Taker, which I want of old broken down Taker, but he could, then I would like to see him. A guy like AJ Styles is one of the best WWE talents, one of the best wrestlers ever, who's closer to his prime than than Taker. I mean, I would say he's probably past his prime a little bit also in, in age, but arguably he's still in it because he's so talented. Then uh, every offense of AJ, and I've watched it back, is him cheat, cheating with Gallows and Anderson, bashing him with like huge objects to take him down. But Taker on his own can manhandle 40 guys in this video. You know what I'm saying? He beats up all these druids, just one punch. They're all done. I I don't think this, I think that this invincible undertaker is not that interesting for the end of his career. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like it's kind of like the only version of him that he can be. You know, I, I would love to see a taker where it's like he's because because I watch. Listen, this comes from a place of me watching Roman Reigns retire him. You know, right? We've seen that, so it's not like it's like it, we're kind of just ignoring that. Like, look what we've done with Cena, where like now we're acknowledging they're acknowledging his real story and how hard that clicks from a storytelling standpoint. But then I'm when it's Taker, and it's kind of like we always have to suspend our disbelief. Oh, he didn't actually retire. He's back. He's the dead man. And like then here he's old, but it's like, oh, actually, he's at full strength. Uh, and we have to pretend that when he kicks, and even though we see that it's really rough on his knees in this video, he's struggling to walk. <laughs> you know, we're supposed to be like, oh, actually, he's just still like super strong and operating on all cylinders. And I just find it to be the less interesting way to handle this taker like have this taker get his ass beat but it's like you can't fucking kill the dead man this guy's unkillable right you know he's dead yeah right which i think that they did in some ways but we're talking about aj styles looked zero strong you looked like a fucking <laughs> doofus in the he, he was, honestly <laughs> yeah, you, right it could have been any jobber that wrestled taker in this match in the boneyard it could have been anyone. It could have been, been Gallows any- or Anderson. Yes, it could have been Mojo Raleigh versus <laughs> Undertaker. And Broken we're going exactly Mojo. the same. Right. No, right. no phenomenal forearms off of anything, right? I know. Right. Uh, uh, they were on top of things. Like there was definitely like the room and the space to pull off some sort of flying right. 
move that makes AJ Styles who he is, but it was just a lot of pure strikes, you know? Right. It was a lot of pure striking. I mean, pure it, that I'll say this, this was the purest his strikes have ever been. And I mean that. I actually mean that. His strikes. <laughs> the purest of strikes. <laughs> because in kayfabe, his, his punches hurt so bad, they must have been so pure. Uh, yeah, right? totally. But literally, right. AJ, this match was just here's Taker, and AJ was like default bad guy. Like that was it, and I, I, I don't know. His, even AJ, don't you want to see what AJ's entrance looks like at this thing? Don't you want to see right. AJ did a Taker homage entrance? Don't you want to see AJ like what is a phenomenal entrance? Look, like what? Now keep in mind, I understand they had limitations here, and I'm, I, I got. Can we handle the fact that I'm not criticizing? I'm just dissecting. Can we handle this yes. before I get the well, messages being like, you can't just appreciate it? No, I am appreciating. I'm just talking about <laughs> Sean Taker, his best matches ever at Mania. Sean was going for that white. He would come down from the top and he was dressed in all white. Remember? Like, he'd be like, oh, heaven, heaven, Sean versus hell, Taker. What is AJ? He's like, oh, I'm bringing. What does he bring into this table? It seems like nothing. And I think that a lot of it is because this match was set. They lost the whole Michelle right. McCool angle. They lost a lot of it. So Taker looked amazing in this. Amazing in this, you know? Uh, but AJ looked like trash in this match. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it doesn't matter. I mean, AJ will recover and everybody. It's not right. like AJ can take a loss to Taker. Anybody can lose to Taker. It's right. fine. I loved it. I rewatched it. I loved it. And the Metallica was such a nice touch. Yeah, that was cool. The end was really uh, super fun. The, oh, the God. When the, the, when the purple light goes on. He hadn't watched the match, and he walked in the room for that, and he was, like, blown away. <laughs> and the Metallica was dope. Uh, loved it. Uh, I love this match. I didn't understand. Like, another thing is, like, I didn't understand why are the Druids on AJ's side? That, oh, that was mystifying to all, I think. Like, who AJ are the Druids? has Druids? So I'm saying the storytelling in this match was – the storytelling of Taker – being like you, you, some of the stuff he was saying was yeah. was cool. Of like you know, and it was cool that he like, hey, let me help you out. I'll, I'll bring you over. But really, it was it was a beat. It was a beatdown that AJ, you know, <laughs> you know, we're talking about AJ Styles, the phenomenal, you know? phenomenal, the one. phenomenal, phenomenal one. Uh, don't you want to see AJ with the light behind him entering like with his arms out? You know. Yeah. Uh, or or AJ, you know, but anyway, the the I love it's kind of amazing. American Badass Taker is 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 like is good now. Like, it's like it it really works now, you yeah. know? Yeah. It, it's not it maybe of at the time it just seemed like wildly uncool, but now I think it fits more, so it's more acceptable. Yeah, and I think also it's like now he's old, so acknowledging that reality is very is is very uh, fun. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, I loved it. I loved it. It was. I, I want it was more awesome. of it. More of it. I would love. Yeah, love it. Okay, um, let's talk about uh, Kevin Owens. Bomb. Oh, I've been dying to talk about this. <laughs> let's go. Go. You're it up. was amazing. It was just awesome. I mean. Um, that was night one, and I think that that was the move of the night. It was insane. He dove off the top of the WrestleMania sign, which they lowered and used as a backdrop. 
I think. Yeah, that was, they did. So uh, I've heard that this WrestleMania sign has its own truck. It's bigger than it's ever been. I had the dimensions of it at it's some point. It's too big for one night. As a matter of fact, it was too big for one night. Okay. Actually, it was too big for two. It was too big for two nights. That's why on Monday we saw uh, the big uh-huh, show match. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, KO with the bump of the night. That that is such oh a of a bump to take with no fucking crowd. <sighs> yeah, <Did> no <laughs> kidding. No kidding. No yeah. crowd. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, Kevin Owens is great. Kevin Owens is the wrestler who I said this before is the guy who I forget why I love him as much as I do. And then he does something. Oh yeah. That's why. That's why he's yeah. so great. Um, yeah. I hope we could get a version of Kevin Owens that, uh, it's weird. Is that AJ? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we get a version of Kevin Owens that really gets the baby face. Like I, I, yeah, I really want him to get that Stone Cold level something. Like there, there is something to babyface Kevin Owens. Uh, like, cause I'm worried. I, my brain was literally. I literally said, I was like, oh, I, he's he only works as a heel, you know. But like, he's such a another guy. He's like super likable. They need to figure out a way to have Kevin. They can't just. They can't just be like arresting him and stuff. They really need him. They need him. And they've done it all. They've had him like eating the popcorn, eating chicken. Like we need him eating chicken right. fingers. Like we we need him to be like really. He's one of you guys, but he but he's living the dream. You know. I like when he was before he returned from his injury. When he was like doing cell phone videos, like from a bowling alley. Yeah, with his I love family. that. And like I thought that was really cool and authentic. Right, and then but they just turned him a heel again, right? Like just right. for story purposes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But anyway, that ma- that was a killer match. That was great. Seth Rollins looked Seth awesome Rollins in white. Gear. Oh my god, I died. It was so good. Yeah, Seth. This is he should rock this stuff. More. That that was like when he was wearing more of the the like the like a priest robe. Yeah, is like more of what the, I'm talking about. You know, so cool. I think we yeah, and I, I think I think yeah, Seth Rollins frock like. He's gonna he's gonna figure it out. He he'll get this thing going. I think it was smart to have Kevin Owens win. Seth can he's the heel. He can lose, and Seth can he's still gonna figure this thing out. But I really want Seth to really get deep into this character, dig deep. Yeah. I think he probably has to lose the the fur jacket. It's great. It doesn't read as the. It doesn't make the Messiah gimmick pop. No, maybe it's more of like a casual look. But yeah. I think it, when he's like coming out to his like pulpit or whatever, he should have on some sort of like re- like religious looking regalia. Yeah, uh, that's great. Edge beats Randy Orton in a match uh, was that the was longest. It was a really long match. It was not really keeping my 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 energy it wasn't really keeping me entertained Mm-mm. i've heard a lot of people say that it's actually great so i'm gonna rewatch it but it was look on the chat we all started talking we all started losing you know just going by pure entertainment value we all were a little like this is going on and it's also this thing where it's like there's something about there's something about like when you're just fighting backstage our brains are all like uh, i could do that uh, right, right, right. The conference table segment was like one third of the whole 38 minute match. Like, I like it. I- I'm all for like the backstage stuff, you know, but right. we're all so smarky that we know that's a safer way to work. And yeah. 
there's just something like when you take two guys like that who are so great in like those are like two guys you want to see in the ring, you know. But it doesn't, you know. I think the storytelling was cool when they got on top of that truck. I thought that was pretty fucking badass. I got to give this match a rewatch. I think this match really suffered more than any other match by not having the crowd because Edge needed to be praised by everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And Orton needed to be goaded by like, you know, we needed to see the voices in his head in action. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they I'm sure this him. was a bummer. And he, he, yeah, they counsel him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they counsel him. <laughs> but Edge coming back, we'll see where, we'll see where Edge goes. I'm sure Edge Orton will keep going probably because we didn't really get it. But uh, yeah, a bummer Edge didn't really get that fucking, we didn't even get, you know, we didn't get the edge pyro, you know, we just yeah. uh, hands up. We, you know, there's a couple of moments that like I was having a good time, but there was a couple moments where I was bummed and the good moments made up for most of it. Like the, you know, like Goldberg enters and we don't even get the Goldberg pyro. It's like, what's the oh, point yeah. of Goldberg if we don't get the full hallway? You know, I think, I think <laughs> on the chat, you on the live stream, you said this is the worst Goldberg entrance ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's all the ma- any other match you guys are dying to talk about. I think that was all the stuff that was, you know, Street Profits they retained or whatever. And yeah, whatever. there was just, you know, some other stuff. Alistair Black beat Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. seems like he's getting rid of Lana, probably for right. COVID 19, less talents who need to be with each other. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, oh, the, the, the ladder match was pretty cool. Um, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That match was really cool. I love the ending. Morrison kind of like got beat up, but held onto the strap, fell back. Right. And the two guys were left holding like the metal hanger. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, you know, everything else, a lot of it was just, just fine. You know, a lot of these, you know, a lot of like a match, like a match, like, uh, uh, it's like Daniel Bryan's uh, uh, Sami Zayn. Sammy it's like, Zane. that needs a crowd. You know I mean? It's not like right. that needs it. So some of these matches, like, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> you know, I mm-hmm. mean, we have so many matches. But how? here's my last question for you guys before we go. I mean, we had our WrestleMania. What do you guys, how do you feel about two nights of WrestleMania? I mean, it would either be, I could take over and then Mania. So it's kind of the same. Yeah, I think I like that there's NXT TakeOver separate events. Right. I think that because I think there still does need to be an NXT TakeOver unless they're going to completely merge them into just one pay-per-view. But I think um, the show is in one night, like eight hours, including Mm -hmm. pre-show or something like that. So to split it up over two nights is a little easier to digest, but I just would worry that it would be two, two nights of like seven hour shows, you know? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm all for two. Like, I felt like when the first night ended, I was like, it was three hours long. And I was like, wow, to have another night and be able to stop felt yes. really good and and since- to think about seeing it live because you know like around hour five like i think you start to hit a wall where you start yeah. yawning and want to like sit down and leave yeah. so maybe to do it over two nights especially if you're going to the event might be 
Yeah, the problem with two nights, I mean, there's a lot of thoughts to it. It's like they probably can't sell 100,000 tickets for two nights in a row, mm-hmm. you know? So then that makes the arena smaller, which makes the spectacle smaller. But why not night one of Mania could be at the Staples Center and then you kind of know night two is the big one in the arena. I don't yeah. know. But you'd have, to, you'd, have to, you'd have to merge TakeOver with it, which I'm sure people right. would have a problem with because TakeOver is its own special thing. But is TakeOver yeah. going to start losing its magic now that we have, you know, NXT on USA? every week, month, you know, so the, the, I'm not saying that's hundred percent going to happen, but the, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. I think WrestleMania being two nights is bound to happen. Right. You know, it'll be two eight hour nights. Eventually. I don't, <laughs> eventually. Well, that's what I don't want. Like <laughs> Make the improv hours, marathon. four hours, fine. But two eight hour shows, like it's they start, might, they might start, <laughs> they might start Ooh. booking cow, cow title matches. Yeah. Uh, Night one WrestleMania, uh, you know, uh, cow match, cow t- Dan versus Hassan. Um, uh, 2021, folks. Uh, but anyway, guys, that was WrestleMania. Raw was a slog, I thought. Uh, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, uh, but this Wednesday, uh, I'll be live on the Twitch stream for Ciampa Gargano, which I'm sure is going to be a fucking great match. I don't, I think they should have showed this on last Wednesday because coming off of Mania, I'm not sure. Like, you know, go, there's more excitement leading up to Mania. I think having that match kick off Mania weekend would have been the smart move, yeah. especially because we hear that it was pre-taped. I'm not sure. I feel like, you know, this, you get into that, the post mania, like, oh, you know, you have to like come down or whatever a little bit. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'm excited to see that. Plus, we'll have Charlotte on NXT. The reports are that WWE's still going, man. I mean, they're in yeah, Florida. They, they're getting an exemption. For an exemption. And it's, I mean, rest, wrestling is an essential business, if you ask me. But man, oh, man, is it dangerous for these guys to be flying back and forth from where they live and wrestling other guys without actual testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so ridiculous it's, like it's it makes me mad like i will watch it i'm not gonna like boycott or anything but uh, it really does make me very mad that they can't just take a break and give these people i don't know however long off and pay them you know yeah i mean uh at, you know it's I, I you know i you know it's tricky because we all had such a good time watching this mania yeah. that yeah. uh i think all of us gun to the head we'd all say we could sacrifice it, but then we would have never got that Firefly Funhouse. So is greatness. <laughs> wrestling to begin with is a risk to your health. Is that kind of risk worth it to get the stuff like that, that kind of magic? The answer is no, because uh, it's not about just their health. They spread it to wherever they right. go. It's a global right. pandemic. So the actual answer to that is no. And if you're doing that, you're completely ignoring how pandemics work. I Check know. out this movie Contagion. It will put it Check all into perspective for you. Check out a movie called Contagion. <laughs> Contagion um, is just a movie that came out in 2011 that kind of went under the radar, even though it had a huge cast, but actually predicts pandemics perfectly, including yeah. social distancing. Yeah. Uh, and include ex- like a bat shits in a pig's food, and yeah. then Glen- Gwyneth Paltrow starts the whole chain, folks. Like, uh, it is real. Yeah, it's literally down to China and bats. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, although I don't know if this is, is COVID-19 from a bat. Is that confirmed? It started in a seafood market in Wuhan. And I think that there was a bat involved, right? Yeah. Bat juice. Mm-hmm. Like landed somewhere and started. But, I mean, thing. let's get this out of the way right now. There's nothing inherently weird about eating 
anything. Uh, dogs, cats, horses, bats, Puss, pussy, nakes, <laughs> pussy, whatever you want to eat, ass, whatever you want to eat. There's nothing. There's nothing inherently weird about eating anything. You put no. sweet, you put sweet baby rays on a golden retriever. I'm gonna take a run at that bitch for <laughs> sure. I mean, you so, saw Ozzy Osbourne eat a bat like live in front of 100,000 people. It's well, fine. so uh, uh, I mean, this is a great way to end the WrestleMania. But we're talking about eating something. <laughs> I actually think you can eat anything. It's more about handling it handling it uh, uh not uh not being sanitary when you're handling it when you cook right. it up right. you like cook up like, any meat again right. shown and contagion uh this movie if it came out 10 years from now would win best picture like instantly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this movie is super well done uh, uh, uh but no, the funny the interesting thing about it uh, um by the way if you uh if you you can turn off the podcast now if you don't want to talk about COVID 19 and you just want to talk about this but wow. it's hard to not but uh the interesting thing about the movie is that it it, it shows how and this will affect comedy as well. It's how our base reality will all shift from yep. this event. Yep. And these are these have been real events for other countries. Some of the countries' economies are not crashing at all because they're well-equipped. They're already doing uh, what they do, uh, uh, tracing, and they, have, they know how to socially distance. Every household already owns gloves and masks, getting ready for this stuff. <laughs> right. They're all completely ready. We were caught... <laughs> off guard for a variety of reasons. Many of them come from leadership reasons and whatnot, which yeah. is not, that's not political. That's just fact. Facts. True. Facts. It's just follow the facts, uh, right. follow the money, follow the facts. It's very, this whole thing is very simple. What happened? Very right. simple. But so what I'm saying is that a lot of countries are completely prepared with this for the American uh, base reality going forward and this will affect your media that you get this will affect even wrestling writing this mm-hmm. stuff is grounded reality i would go you would see chinese people wearing masks and be like why are they wearing i'd be like why are they oh, wearing masks i didn't yeah. even understand why they're wearing masks in in la i'm, not, I'm talking about in yeah. la not even in china you know yeah. Uh, 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 so you see this China. movie, Contagion, China. China. I know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks. Um, Shut your hole. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, but you, uh, so this movie talks about social distancing. Literally, there's a scene where. Uh, 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 by the way, don't don't watch this movie if you're freaked out. Watch this movie if you're someone who gets comfort in information. Like that's how I am. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. literally, this movie, uh, Kate Winslet is like a, a what's she epidemiologist? What's her what's her role? Sure, that's how we'll say I it. I think she. I epidemiologist think she works. is what it is. Right? <laughs> yes, Epide- yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you know this epidemiologist. Yeah, and but she she literally like is she she scouts like like an arena. Right. And she's like, mm-hmm. and she has like her assistant and she's like, check out the arena. Be like, this place is perfect. Well, rows of hospital beds here. Exactly what to do it in the Javits Center. Like, exactly. And then she says to him, he's like, great. Now I need you to find me four more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And it's like that reality is like, whoa, that's cool. But now we live in a reality where this is actually happening. And so you're like, oh, this movie, which felt far fetched, right? Now is like just something we'd accept. That's interesting. I find that how how it's interesting how this will affect everything. Mm-hmm. The term social distance was not an actual thing. Well, now yeah. in this movie they say it. It's, re- well, it's cool. and it's also it was just not like, for me is what I mean. It was it was a real thing around the world. Yeah. yeah, like when you see people like if you watch a movie and someone like hugs someone else or like shakes hands, I'm always like, Mm-mm. I know, not, like it's we like were watching Bushwick. See. 
for the yeah. movie dissection episode. Yes. It was in my notes. And a guy is jogs by the two of them. And they, he like doesn't even bother like go around. He just keeps his jogging path. And you're like, like dude, back, what are you doing? Social distance. Yeah. Dude, I'm getting so pissed off. I'll go for walks. I go for walks every day. And like these fucking runners just running and like the <laughs> breathing all over the place. I know. Yeah, I, uh, I like. I want to. I want to fucking. I want to murder them. them. Yeah, How do you want to put a a gun to their temple and pull the yeah. trigger? <laughs> oh yeah, back them with a slim jim. Oh yeah. Anyway, back them with a slim jim. We're living in weird times. Look at us zooming in a studio. Who knows if we'll? And by the way, who knows if we'll ever have a studio again? So this is um, the time to. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so feel, feel uh, We will. We will. But it will come from the support of you guys at Patreon.com/slash Comedians Wrestling, um, and supporting the Twitch stream when you're on there live and stuff. And uh, check. Yeah. But right now. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, if you want to support us, we are more grassroots than ever. As a matter of fact, uh, we are, uh, you know, I don't think we have much roots. Uh, so folks, uh, just grass. <laughs> we might just be grass, um, just grass that you've put into the soil, you know, just, you, you've sprinkled the seeds. <laughs> But anyway, no, uh, thank you guys for supporting it. Then happy WrestleMania. The season starts again. Man, where will we be? Next year, we'll be in LA for WrestleMania. And uh, man, uh, hopefully, hoping to get this cow title on the line soon against Hassan. Um, yeah, exciting stuff. But hey, right now you can go over to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Check out the cow movie club. Join the cow movie yes. club. And every Monday we're talking about a movie with a pro wrestler in it. Right now we talked Bushwick. We talked to be on the mat. Uh, we have tons and tons of other movie dissection episodes. But our we'll be talking on Monday. That episode will come out for patrons. Uh, Gridiron Gang, which is on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Featuring The Rock Johnson. <laughs> The Rock Johnson. Uh, the Rock Johnson. <laughs> and yeah, I'll see you guys on Wednesday at twitch.tv slash damn black attack. Anything else you guys want to say? No, that's it. That's it. Wow. Home, All right, guys. guys. And RIP AJ Styles. Everybody, oh, yeah. keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers. Up. Wednesday. When I go to work. <laughs> this has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.